Hello everyone, this is A Work in Progress, the official podcast of BusyBee, and I'm Jeffrey Langan, your host. On this episode, I had the pleasure of talking to Mazer Muhammad. At the time of this interview, Mazer was the president of the undergraduate student government at the University of St. Thomas. However, he was due to appoint his successor soon after. Not within the day, but within the week, I believe. So, as of this recording, this recording, because I record the intro and outro, like, after we do the episode, uh, Mazer has graduated. And on this episode, we went all the way back to his humble and shy beginnings and chronicled his way through to being the big man on campus and went over his struggles and as well as things that kept him inspired and his breakthrough moments. And I know that some of our audience did not attend the University of St. Thomas, uh, but if you're listening, still listening at this point, I don't think that matters. If you just hopped on now, we've been interviewing a lot of people from there because it's around the area where I am. Uh, but I think that what Mazer has to say can inspire a lot of people. And I know that student government might not also be an interest that a lot of people in the audience might share. If they do, sweet. Uh, but I think that for anyone who's ever felt out of place, or maybe not necessarily out of place, but felt as though they had aspirations that were above what they thought they could get to, uh, I think Mazer's episode is a great one to listen to because talking to him he says that if he had told his freshman year self that by senior year he was going to be the president of the usg the he was like, what um maybe not like that uh but he would have been surprised that's what i should have said instead of making a noise okay we're gonna get to mazer's episode now so thanks for tuning in folks you're good let's get to mazer Hello, everyone. Welcome to A Work in Progress, the official podcast of Busy Bee. My name is Jeffrey Langan. Today, I am joined by the legendary Mazer Muhammad, <laughs> who's the current uh, undergraduate student government president, and has really kind of, this is the first time we've ever spoken, yeah. but I've heard a lot about you throughout oh. my four years. Oh, so it, good, thanks. It, it, it's an honor, <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> and so it's an honor to talk to you. So I think the first thank question you, is, I typically ask, what do you do and why do you do it? Yeah. And feel free to bring up stuff besides a student government. But I'd like to hear first about the why of student government. What drew you to that? Oh, definitely. Um, it's funny. I First, I had no idea that colleges even had student governments. Coming into really? you know, University of St. Thomas, I had no idea. Uh-huh. Um, I did participate in student council when I was in uh, middle school and high school. Uh-huh. Um, so I did get kind of some exposure to that. And what made you want to do that? You know, I'm, I've always seen myself as someone who is an advocate for people. Uh-huh. Um, I've, I've, I've always been um, someone who is an extrovert, someone who I just love talking to people. I think I kind of get that from my dad. Uh-huh. Um, growing up, I always saw my dad and his interactions with other folks. And, you know, I, I just had this knack of, you know, liking to know, understand people, and, just, you know, hearing their stories, um, and kind of being able to, I don't know, represent other uh-huh. folks, I, I, I found myself to be, um, I guess I would say, a natural leader in a sense. Yeah. Um, and I thought, you know, why not use my skills that God has given me to, you know, be able to, you know, speak with other people, get to know other people. Like, I just, as a person, I just love meeting people. I love getting to know other people. And mm-hmm. I think one great outlet is to, to do that through a position of leadership um, and being able to use that connections that you have in order to advocate for them as well as, you know, do good work for yourself awesome. and everybody else. So. 
So would you say that's kind of your favorite part about student government? That that was my next question, and it seems like you've already answered. Could you, you could elaborate a little more on it. Tell me oh, more about definitely. that. Oh, yeah. definitely. Oh man, student government has definitely been the prime molding experience for me really? through mm-hmm. um, my time here at St. Thomas. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely say because of student government, I was able to branch out into so many different things. Um, starting my college career off uh, here at St. Thomas, you know, going to a primarily, um, well, my the, the institution I went throughout my whole elementary, middle school, and high school mm. experience, I was I went to a Muslim private school. Okay. Uh, and it was funny enough, it was across the street from a private Catholic school. Really? Uh, Totino Grace High School. If yeah, you're yeah, yeah. Um, but growing up... Um, you know, I, I went to a Muslim school. I learned about Islam. Um, I learned Arabic and, you know, being um, in a community with people very similar to me. You know, even though we're, you know, mm-hmm. pretty much I'm a minority in, in Minnesota and across the United States. You know, I guess I would say I had a, a closed off perspective on just kind of everything outside. And I think it's similar case for anybody who's been in a specific same, you know, I'd say, you know, talking to students who went to private private Catholic schools their whole lives, they kind of had the same experience. Um, and then coming to, a, you know, a private Catholic university, kind of just that change and, you know, not living on campus. Um, I commuted my freshman year, kind of, you know, really didn't know where my spot was mm-hmm. here on campus, right? I didn't feel too included, welcome, um, and I just didn't really get a sense of what I wanted to do, mm-hmm. you know, on campus at least, and, you know, where I wanted to be um, moving forward. So freshman year was kind of difficult, just kind of navigating my mm-hmm. way through college, right? Yeah, I'm on my own um, in a school filled with people that aren't necessarily like me. Yeah. Um, being a Muslim at a Catholic institution, you kind of stick out because, you know, you're, you know, there's not many students, there weren't many students when I first started here. Yeah. Um, and then also being a person of color, it's like, okay, it's kind of like a double whammy. Mm-hmm. How do I navigate my time through this? This is going to be the next four years of my life. What am I going to do? How am I going to make the, the most use of it? Um, freshman year is kind of a struggle, um, you know, group classes, finding friends, all sorts of different things. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I didn't really know which route to take. Um, but then, um, I want to say, at the end of freshman year, going into, uh, go, about to go into my sophomore year, one of my friends, who I actually went to high school with, and she also came to St. Thomas, so it's kind of, we knew each other mm-hmm. pretty well. She got involved with student government her freshman year. Okay. Um, through the off-campus student services, she was appointed as the off-campus student services representative on the student government council. And, you know, she was just ending her term, um, and then she, um, we were kind of in the midst of rebuilding the Muslim Student Association because uh, the year before that, there was seniors, a bunch of senior Muslim students that were part of the board, but they all left, so it was kind of like, oh, okay, right. now we, are, we have to be at this rebuilding process, okay. right? Yeah. So she decided to take that kind of under her wing, in a sense, so she um, she uh, told me about this opportunity, and, you know, I talked to Josh Hengemiel, who is now the Associate Dean of Orientation and Retention. Um, he was... Um, pretty much the person in charge of off-campus student services, and she referred him to me. I didn't really know him too well. And he said, you know, you're, you're 
you commute, you're off-campus student, I think you'd be a good representative yeah. for students on the student government, um, for off-campus students at least. So he then appointed me onto that position. Um, and starting sophomore year, you know, we had the fall retreat for student government. So then I started to get to know more students on campus. And the cool thing about student government is that you have students from literally all parts of campus. Yeah. On, you know, because you have different representatives from athletics to the seminary to mm -hmm. just all sorts of different things, international students. So it was just kind of a, you know, mm -hmm. a representative of the school and kind oh of gosh. just one, one board. So it was like, it's pretty overwhelming, but it was super cool because yeah. it was like, okay, I'm able to make connections and just meet people and so many cool things. Just that experience itself, that fall retreat, I had so much fun uh -huh. and, you know, the senators, the president, everybody was, just, you know, they were all super nice and that was like, okay, like, I, I think I can keep doing this. Keep doing this. That's awesome. So after, after my, and then, you know, I was like, okay, what are other ways I can get involved on campus? Because I was in student government and that summer, um, Every every spring they have those mm -hmm. um, uh, the spring leadership selection uh, mm -hmm. things where they have different positions like for RAs for orientation leaders for all sorts of different things that they have through the university uh, Tommy Central whatever it may be and I looked online and uh, Josh actually mm -hmm. you know he recommended he said hey you should look into being an orientation leader um, so I was like okay I'll check it out. Um, and then one of my friends who was who graduated from here was an RA or an AC in Flynn mm -hmm. Hall. And he, he told me, he's like, hey, you know, if you want to get that experience of living on campus, you should uh, apply to be an RA, you know, because mm -hmm. you know, I live 15 minutes away or so, 15, 20 minutes away. So I guess I didn't want to spend, you know, all that extra money to pay to live on campus when I lived so close. Yeah. But if I can live on campus for free. free. Yeah why not you know give it a shot so i applied through the spring leadership selection to be an ra mm. as well as an orientation leader and i was blessed enough to get yeah. both positions oh my gosh. um yeah. so that was just another step in my you know i guess career journey here at st thomas uh -huh. orientation really also was a huge pivotal point in just getting to meet new people and the team that we worked with was also a very diverse team with students from all sorts of different backgrounds. So it was super cool to work with them all summer, to get to know them really well, to hang out with them during our off times. And we worked really, really, really well as a team. I think we bonded and connected really well. And um, to the ones who are still undergraduates here, some of them have graduated. Mm. I think most of us are still pretty close. Um, and then, you know, through that, not only did I get to meet those students, mm. I was able to meet, you know, different members of, like, administration through training and all that stuff, as well as when I was orientation leader, you know, I got to lead a group of new incoming freshmen, mm -hmm. you know, every other day or so, yeah. right? Um, and that exposed me to a whole, you know, the whole freshman class, essentially, of yeah. that year knew all of us orientation leaders because, you know, yeah. that's your kind of your first exposure to students on campus right mm -hmm. um when i was a freshman i remember the orientation they had the skits and all those <laughs> yeah, interesting that. things right so i guess you know that also was it helped me expand my network and connection and getting to know people and then going into the next year i decided that i wanted to stay on student government yeah. and josh had no a problem with reappointing me to 
the same position of off-campus student services. Although I still I lived on campus that year, <laughs> I, I got the job of AC in Flynn. Yeah. But he, you know, his 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 idea behind that was, you know, you've been a commuter for two years and now you're gonna be living on campus. You know, maybe you'll have a you know better knowledge of you know the the, the differences between living on and off campus. So give that giving that perspective as well. So he thought it was still fit for me to to live uh, or to be on that position. And through that, you know, working with a completely different group, um, getting to know more and more people, getting mm -hmm. to know people in administration, I was like, okay, this is this is something that I really enjoy and I like, student government. Um, and then towards the end of my junior year, I kind of had a choice between, you know, running uh, for some position in student government mm -hmm. or continuing to be an AC because, um, if, if, especially if I wanted to run for an executive board position, a lot of time overlap in between mm -hmm. that uh, would make it kind of difficult to kind of mm -hmm. keep up the work for both. Um, so I decided that uh, with, you know, with some persuasion, um, people, you know, some people were like, Mazur, I think you'd be a good fit for president yeah. and stuff like that. So, you know, n never, you know, starting St. Thomas, never thought, I thought would I would yeah. ever be president, right? And I was like, you know what, I'll actually consider it. And I talked to my parents, my family, friends, and they all thought, you know, it would be a good idea. And, you know, I ran, and I decided that, that that was the route that I wanted to take. And then you got it. And I got it, you know? And it's it's like like thinking about it, you know, to this point in my life, I, I can, you know, list off, you know, yeah. some accomplishments that I, you know, personally think were significant in my life. But I'd say, you know, becoming student body president at this university, you know, has probably been one of the biggest things that's ever happened to me in my life. And yeah. I, I, I'm, you know... I, I guess I could say I'm, I'm allowed to be proud of what I've achieved. Yeah, of course. Um, but, you know, I, how, how excited I was and, you know, working with a team that I know would have my back through and through mm -hmm. um, and the support and just all these ideas that I had and all these ideas that we had as a team on what we wanted to... Because, you know, I've been in student... This would be my third year in student government now. Mm -hmm. um, and seeing the student government for the the past two years and seeing things that, you know, maybe we wanted to change and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It was cool to now have that perspective and be able to kind of make a change on it. So <coughs> this year, with the help of my team, we've done, you know, a list of amazing things. Um, and it's it's kind of sad to, uh, you know, say mm -hmm. that I'm almost done with my yep. term. I, you know, this Thursday after tomorrow is when I swear in the new oh my gosh. president and new council. And you know, then I'll be done. Mm -hmm. As my term during my term as student body president, it's the just the amount of growth and development yeah. as a person throughout this year has been absolutely phenomenal. Um, just like thinking back, like throughout my time in the leadership positions, mm -hmm. I'd say like I, I grew as a person. I learned more about myself and learned about you know my skills, time management, all that stuff. But I can definitely say, with the workload that I've had this year, as well as with the immense, immense connections that I made this year mm. with faculty, staff, students, all across mm -hmm. the board, you know, has b given me, honestly, a new, a new light to just everything. Mm -hmm. Life, the understanding the university, understanding all sorts of different things that I never, ever, ever would have expected to um, come again my freshman year. You no know, way. it's just yeah. that, that journey, like, you know, that's, you know, People say you know you never know where life is gonna take you, and honestly, I had yeah, what to no say? idea. Freshman year, freshman year, like 
where I would be today. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's it's fun to think sometimes, like, what would my freshman self say to me right now? Oh, gosh. I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. When you were doing orientation uh, sophomore year and stuff and you were expanding your network, did you ever meet people that who were freshmen that you were like, that used to be me, and, like, you were, like, helping them out or oh. seeing the moment where you're like, I recognize myself in this person, and it's just sort of the despair. You're like, whoa. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, I guess during orientation, I, I only had, uh, you know, a full day with the students and be a different group of students mm-hmm. each time. And then with, and, and I, I saw students um, that I knew right away, you know. Yeah. This student has potential to yeah. be, you know, a great leader on campus. And what's so cool, like, I, I've, I've seen so many, of stu- so many students that were in my orientation groups no way. that are, you know, some of them joined student government last year, yeah. some of them are student government this year, and they're so involved, and it's like, wow, like, I'm, you know. It, rewarding. It, it's rewarding. You, you, you feel proud, you know, and, you know, I was just in, in a meeting today with one, one of the students that she was in my orientation group, and, you know, I'm like, wow, like, it's crazy how time flies. I'm about mm-hmm. to graduate, and, you know, a couple of years ago, you were, you know, mm-hmm. and she's like, I still remember the first day that, you know, we had so much fun and all that stuff. And, you know, it's just cool to see that, you know, the fruits of your effort is actually, yeah. you know, especially with the intention behind it. Um, you know, and working as an AC, um, I, I also expanded my network there. And, mm-hmm. you know, when you're RA, every all the RAs know each other because you, you also do RA training and all that stuff through summer. And res life is kind of a whole different side of, you know, the university that you you don't see, so I was able to kind of get, you know, res life, I was able to see, like, campus life, and, you know, being involved with, you know, SDIS, mm-hmm. um, being involved with BESA, and being involved with other, you know, student, diverse student clubs, multicultural clubs, also gave me a different perspective on different things as well, so, um, you know, trying to shape my, the way that I, I went about things, it's it's been really helpful, because I've been able to kind of meet and talk with people representative of all over and then being a science major on Mm -hmm. top of that as well it's like okay a lot of a lot of times science majors kind of feel like they're forgotten almost um in a sense on this campus when it comes to certain things um and you know my major is biology of global health and when you know people ask me like oh you're the president of student government what's your major i say biology of global health they say oh wow that's (laughs) you know not something we'd expect you know the student body president to be usually they think it's like political science or communications or something and you know bringing that exposure as well and you know bringing in other biology students to come join the student government was pretty helpful and getting that representation out as well um but it's it's just been a such a cool cool experience Mm -hmm. You know, just every everything that St. Thomas, the opportunities that I've been given, never in my life would I ever thought that I'd be able to study abroad mm-hmm. until I came to St. Thomas and, you know, that, yeah. you know, became real life, yeah, right? Yeah, it happened. So it's like all these other different opportunities. It's, it's so cool just to see other students who are coming in um, get, get, you know, get these chances and opportunities. You know, I'm a first-generation college student, right? My mm. My dad was a refugee that came from Ethiopia. Um, you know, never in his life he probably would have thought growing up before he left Ethiopia because of war that his children would receive a college education in America, mm. kind of graduate and, you know, do things and, you know, using using that as motivation as well. Like, you know, they didn't get the opportunities, but, you know, using the best of whatever resources that I have now to mm-hmm. make them proud as well as make sure not let them down, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I think I, I tell my friends sometimes, and 
have to humble myself sometimes too is that you know I have no idea where I would be right now in my life if I was put in the same situation that you know my parents were put in like mm. leaving the country and you know my dad leaving his family when he was super young and then coming to a different country that you know he didn't know anybody no, no language nothing and making a life for himself and his yeah. family it's like it's like if he can do that the least I can do is use what I have yeah, given yeah. to me to, awesome. to, 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 to push through right uh-huh. So it's like, you know, sometimes I'll find myself complaining and then it's like, okay, Mizer, you know, <laughs> you don't have it that bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Um, but in regards to students, kind of, sorry, I kind of went into a different no, tangent. No, it's okay. It's totally but fine. This year specifically, actually, mm-hmm. I've, I've uh, found myself giving a lot more advice to, yeah. you know, students on just kind of, you know, a range of everything in, in regards to classes, in regards to just kind of how they should go about navigating their college careers, um, especially a lot of freshmen who've come into, like, my office hours for student government and kind of just ask me, you know, like, what am I planning to do? And, you know, just kind of different questions here and there. But, you know, it's it's kind of cool to actually look back on my own experiences mm-hmm. and use them as a learning lesson uh-huh. for other students so they don't make those, ex- uh, those same mistakes that I may have made um, throughout my time here. And, you know, sometimes I kind of wish that I had somebody essentially to, to, to have talked to yeah. my freshman year. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm sure there were people there. I guess it was kind of my fault as well that I didn't go as, mm. you know, reach out to other folks. But um, making sure that I don't let students be in the same predicament that I was, giving them the chance giving them advice, whatever I can, help them in whatever way I can, so. Yeah. Can you get a little more into that uh, in terms of sort of sacrifice? That you, it sounds like you had, like, 20 million different obligations and, like, responsibilities pulling you every which way. Yeah. Can you tell more about the, um, the sacrifices you've made in order to be where you are today? Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, just... You know, with school and classes and wanting to get involved, wanting to meet people and mm-hmm. just trying to pretty much like, you know, at one point I was just spreading myself so thin because yeah. you know, I just wanted to do everything. And um, then how did you work your way back into finding what it is that you really mattered to you? Because it sounded like there were some people who helped out appointing you, yeah. student government. But what was that process like going from I want it all to just sort of narrowing it down. Oh, definitely. Um, well, one, I definitely saw, started to see that, you know, the time that I was wasting essentially would, was affecting my grades negatively. Yeah. So I realized, okay, you know, Mazer, you need to shape up, right? Yeah. You know, you can't. And then just talking with people who've, you know, older folks or people who've done it before saying, you know, you know, you can say no to things. You can, yeah. you know, you can say no to requests and stuff like that. You know, you have to make sure that you make time for yourself. Um, I've I've always, you know, gone out of my way to like help other people, and you know, that's just the type of person that I am. But you know, I was you know assured by professors, by you know friends mm-hmm. that you know it's okay to not be able to help all the time. You know, yeah. so you have to make sure that you're helping yourself as well, because essentially at the main main level, main core of it is I'm here at the university to get an education, mm-hmm. right? I'm here at the university to make sure that I prosper so I can be able to help yeah. people after I exactly. get it, right? But making sure that, you know, 
you need to get your stuff in line mm-hmm. um, before you start branching off and doing other things. So once I started realizing that, you know, I need to shape up myself first and develop myself as a person because college is a time where, you you know, you grow as an individual, you grow as a person. Um, you know, I kind of sat down and thought, okay, now let's, let me just narrow things down to what I think, one, I would be most effective at mm. because I don't want to essentially waste my time in doing something that, you know, I may not be the best in or may not excel mm-hmm. the best in, right? Now, I, I was really interested in doing sports. I love sports. I love playing sports. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking of considering joining, like, a, the, the track team or the soccer team yeah. here. Um, but then I realized, you know, is, is that how I want to spend my time? I was like, okay, let's not do that. And then, you know, I was involved in a plethora of clubs and different yeah. things. And, okay, you know, what what exactly do you want to do? And what exactly do you see yourself doing? And when I got the opportunity of being, you know, and throughout this whole college mm. career, I've been kind of just navigating, finding my way, kind of taking yeah. a taste of, yeah. you know, different things and getting involved in different things. And I realized, you know, the one consistent thing that's been helpful for me was student government. Yeah. Um, and that's why I decided to, continue doing student government this year my student government was my main priority i kind of dropped everything else um with clubs and Mm -hmm. with um the ra stuff and uh you know i'd you know i'd go to different club meetings um on my off uh convo hours Mm -hmm. if i didn't have meetings or any of that stuff you know to show support go to different events um because i think it's you know it's one, I mean, I'm, I'm interested in going to yeah. these events, right, just personally. Mm. But two, I think it's also important that, you know, the president of the student body uh, is actually there to show, you know, whether it's support, show that, you know, they actually care, show mm-hmm. um, that. And be able to, to go there and, and, and learn, right? I don't know everything. So being able to hear somebody's perspective on things, hear different perspectives, and being able to learn and grow as a person as well as relay whatever information that I've learned to the people that I work with as well as my constituents. Um, I think it was very important uh, in the growth process. You know, A lot of times, especially in, in my role now as student body president, uh, I'm looked at to you know speak uh, mm-hmm. um, uh, at different events or speak out on things or whatever, and you know being the the voice, the leader, the commander, and oftentimes you know especially growing throughout the year, I've learned that you know there's a time and place for everything, and sometimes it's better for me to sit down, really? listen, yeah. um, learn, uh-huh. um, you know. And there's this one saying, and I might be butchering it right now, um, you know, you can. A, a, uh, was it? Uh, a smart person will be able to say something and a smart person will be able to say something in a very complicated way mm-hmm. but a wise person will be able to take something complicated and say it in, yeah. in a simple way and you know I've, I've been told that wise mm-hmm. people are you know the, the people who are considered wise are people who you know are able to go somewhere you know, maybe a discussion or whatever maybe mm. sit down, listen, soak in information, yeah. and then be able to, you know, give in their input as well instead of trying to just boom, command, 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 take over, take over. Yeah. You know, I've seen that I've been trying to adapt some type of similar thing in my leadership style where, you know, there is a time for me to talk and there's a time for me to, to tell people when or whatever it may be, but then there also should be a time for me to just sit down and listen and just be a participant in things. Mm-hmm. Um and I found that very helpful as well as my journey career through undergrad. 
assume government body president uh, went. So, what does the future look like? Good question. For you? Um, you know, growing up, I've always wanted to do something in the medical field. Yeah, it's, it's always been. You know, I went to Ethiopia when I was in middle school, and I saw conditions of people there, and um, you know. Right away, and my you know my parents have always you know wanted me to, to do something medically, be a doctor or whatever it may be, mm-hmm. um, and I wouldn't say I was necessarily forced on, but you know they, they would they would have liked to see me do it, but and that's something that I you know I thought you had to be a doctor in order to go into the medical field. I didn't know that there were other really yeah. other professions you know besides doctor, pharmacist or whatever, uh, yeah. you know dentist. I thought those were the only three professions medically you can get into, and then going coming into college, realizing that you know it's way more massive and way more big than that. Mm-hmm. I realized, okay, I love science. You know, I might not be particularly the smartest mm-hmm. cat in the room, yeah. um, and I don't know if you know being a physician was um, something that I personally would um, want to do. Um, and I realized throughout my time that, you know, the strengths that I had, you know, which were in communication and leadership and, mm-hmm. you know, essentially I'm, I'm really, I, I'd say I'm really good with people and talking and leading and managing and with my love with healthcare that I wanted to do or go more into like healthcare, you know, administration or something mm-hmm. along those lines um, to just kind of make sure that you know, I excel in the best way possible, right? And still being able to keep... Um, the sciences, mm-hmm. which I held, you know, so dearly to me. Um, when I came in, I was, a, I, you know, was a chemistry major. I wanted to be a chemistry major, and then I realized that wasn't <laughs> probably the best uh, uh, route for me to take. Mm, but then they started this new major. It's called Biology of Global Health. Mm-hmm. And last spring was actually the first graduating class of, like, four people. Mm-hmm. Um, in the spring, it's going to be the second graduating class of, like, I'd say 12 or 13 people uh, from the major. So it's relatively new. But, you know, looking at the curriculum for the major and looking at the different things, I was like, wow, this this is something that, you know, the classes were super interesting to me. Mm-hmm. The program was super interesting to me, and it, it, it fell in line with that I could be able to learn the sciences, but it still gave me the opportunity to branch out and do other things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm planning to do grad school after mm-hmm. I get done. Um, I am taking a gap year, hopefully uh, working in between mm-hmm. to, you know, make sure that I pay for grad school. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I'm blessed enough to say that I've been accepted here at St. Thomas to do my grad program nice. in healthcare communications. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and just looking down my life plan, you know, in the, in the, for, in, in, in the future, looking down 10, to 15, 20 years, you know, I have no idea what oh, yeah. I'll be doing, right? Um, I, I'd, I'd like to say, you know, one big reason why I want to get into healthcare administration um, is because I want to understand, like, healthcare policy, healthcare laws, and how we can, like, what I can do to help reform them to, to make mm-hmm. it easier, accessible to all people, um, represented and underrepresented folks, um, especially with, you know, the the, the new American healthcare yeah. uh uh, law that's been passed, you know, there's a lot of controversy between yeah. all sorts of different people, and a lot of people may not even understand even like the logistics or anything. So, getting that knowledge to understand it, um, and to be able to break it down for people who may not understand it, and maybe find alternate 
um, things that we can do in order to make it easier for people is something that's, you know, that is interesting to me and that I'd like to do moving forward. But I would like to get involved with, you know, all sorts of different organizations, the World Health Organization and United Nations, you know, some people say, Maisie, you should run for president. I'm like, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to throw that, you know. Yeah. You know what this kind of reminds me of? Huh. When you're talking about uh, getting a taste of everything yeah. on campus and then having to narrow it down, it sounds like you're coming out of college ready to yeah, start that over like, again. And, and like talking with all sorts of people, professors, people who've graduated, and, mm-hmm. you know, everybody says that, you know, I thought that I would be doing x y and z after yeah. i graduate i've had a plan but now i'm doing this and this and this and you know i've moved from here to there and yeah. you know talking with them and seeing that you know nobody is really set on everything 100 yeah. percent, right and i guess m- my expectation going moving forward is that you know i don't want to be complacent i don't want to be comfortable yeah right for sure so i guess l- thinking about all the different opportunities and i guess this is just me maybe just talking out of my butt but it's like it's it's <laughs> no, like no, it's, I feel that. it's like you know i there there's so many things that interest me it's like okay this is where i'm going to start my career at doing grad school and stuff uh-huh. but i have no idea where yeah. this experience is going to take me but i'm open to doing x y and z mm-hmm. um so um i'm 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 what you would say is uh an opportunist in a sense where it's like I'll take whatever opportunities are ahead of me. Um, I'm very relaxed, laid back, nonchalant in a sense where, you know, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna think too hard. If I see a great opportunity, and if I see that it aligns itself with something that I hold dearly or I value, you know, I wouldn't be uh, I wouldn't be objected to taking that, especially after I get done with grad school. So. Uh-huh. And hopefully, whatever I do, moving forward, I want to you know help make this world a better place. That's awesome. Whatever it is. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else you want to add? I have no more questions. Oh, uh, you know, I'm just glad for all the experiences that I've had mm-hmm. throughout my time here on campus. Um, shaped me to be the person that I am today. Um, there's still a lot of growing. Uh, yeah. Uh, that I have to do, um, but. You know, my experience as student body president, my experience, you know, on this campus as being a, a black Muslim person, my interactions with everybody on here um, really shaped a path that, you know, I'm, I'm actually really glad that, you know, I've been put in this predicament because it, it gives me so much perspective on so many different things. Yeah. And hopefully moving forward, I can use these experiences to you know, empower other people around mm-hmm. me and to, like I said earlier, make a change in this world for the better for everybody. So Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on the show, Mazer. Yeah, it's been an you. honor to interview you. Thank, thank you for having me. I really appreciate well, it. It's awesome. Yeah. All right. Tune in for future episodes, everyone. Thanks for listening to the episode, everyone. Uh, and as always, you can check out HireBusyBee.com by going to H-I-R-E-B-U-S-Y-B-E-E. You can also check out our social media feeds, notably Instagram and Facebook, by looking for Hire Busy Bee within the search bars of those websites slash apps slash whatever. Uh, tech Kevin McLeod made the song in the background. It's called Carpe Diem. You can find it on Incompetech.